0: good sighting today at lions walkthrough as they get ready for friday's game against the panthers let's discuss you are locked on lions your daily detroit lions podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day All right, here we go, everybody. Matt Derry with you. It is another episode of Locked On Lions, the podcast, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network on a Wednesday, August 23rd a Tuesday, August 24th. Folks, tomorrow marks the two weeks, the two-week period until, two-week mark until the Lions open up the regular season. Can you believe it? In Kansas City against the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football. Thanks for making us your first listen. And checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for subscribing to our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel and watching the show, as well as, like I said, listening wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to our everydayers that are out there. Oh, my goodness gracious. I was ill-prepared for this, but I've got to find it. We were hit up by one of our everydayers on Twitter, at Dairy Speaks. You can also find us at On Lions as well on Twitter. Uh, who's my man that hit me up yesterday? He was an everydayer, and i got to give him a shout out. And I wasn't prepared, and I know I've got it here. It is at Kyle, my Kyle, Kyle. Matt. I'm an everyday Locked On Lions listener. I can't believe people are so high on the Bears. Kyle, follow him at Kyle, my Does he have a last name? No, he's just Kyle. New account, 25 followers. Thank you, Kyle, for checking us out, making us your first listen. Again, Derry speaks and Locked On Lions on Twitter, uh, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page on Threads at the Real Matt Dairy, and again the Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Coming up on the show today, Carolina's playing their starters. Who's going to play for the Lions? We'll get into that. An important sighting at practice today we got to talk to. The broadcast teams are out for the Lions' first four games. We'll tell you who's going to be calling their games on television. Got to give a shout-out to Brad Galley for his interview with Dan Campbell. We also got to give a shout-out and talk about the end of an era in Detroit radio coming up soon. All of that coming up today right here on Lockdown On Lions, brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so some good news on the injury front today. Now, again, Lions are not taking this game Friday night seriously at all. They're going to be playing a lot of their second, third, and fourth string. The starters are not going to play. Um, But so they had a walkthrough today, and that was it, after very physical practice yesterday. And the good news today is that free agent signee Emmanuel Mosley, whom the Lions plucked away from the San Francisco 49ers this offseason on a one-year deal, uh, was at practice today and for the first time in uniform and uh, still working out with trainers and working on the side. but. It's some progress. Now, I say this is a pretty big move because, you know, you can never have enough secondary guys. You can never have enough cornerbacks. And the Lions have shown, especially here in training camp and through the first two preseason games, that the secondary has made major strides uh, as opposed to the last couple of years. I mean, think about this. Last year, we were talking about the first few weeks, like Jeff Okuda is playing great. (laughs) He's easily the best cornerback on this team. Then Okuda went south, right? Then the Lions got rid of him, traded him to the Falcons. And now you look up and you go, Cam Sutton, when he's healthy, Emmanuel Mosley, Jerry Jacobs, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson can play some corner at the nickel spot. So can Brian Branch, Will Harris. I think I mentioned Jerry Jacobs. The Lions have plenty of uh, able bodies covering people. Starling Thomas has had a good camp. Stephen Gilmore is playing well. The list goes on and on. Then you throw in the safety group and all of a sudden Aaron Glenn, I'm sorry, future head coach Aaron Glenn has a real secondary here. So this is good. Mm. Mosley tore his ACL last year, missed the second half of the season with the Niners. The Lions thought he'd be ready for preseason and training camp, but he had to get his knee cleaned out again last month. So he's kind of been behind schedule. But for him to get back, and to be at practice today, wearing that number four jersey and around his teammates and a little bit more active, makes you feel good about Emmanuel Mosley playing hopefully this month or hopefully next month in at some point in September through the first few games, all right? I'm not expecting him to play against Kansas City. In fact, he won't play. He's not going to be ready for that. But this was a good step. And this is a good football player uh, on another one-year deal, similar to C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Um, but. The Lions have needed upgrades at corner. Remember when they were, remember when they're trotting out like AJ Parker and Bobby Price? I mean, come on. They need Emmanuel Mosley to get healthy. I like the depth they have. Will Harris is still there, among others, um, too. But Mosley being back at practice today is a definite positive. As far as this game on Friday night, Frank Reich said today, the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, his first stringers including rookie quarterback and first pick overall Bryce Young is going to play. The starters are going to play a little bit Friday night as the Panthers host the Lions in the uh, final preseason game, a CBS game, by the way, um, this coming Friday evening. Um, I don't gamble anymore. All right. If I did gamble, I would use FanDuel um, and I use FanDuel for uh, some fantasy stuff. But like I got a couple of texts today from some friends out of town that are degenerates that said, Oh, uh, they knew the Jags were a lock last weekend against the lions. I said, how'd you know that? They said, Oh, you know, they just knew. I said, okay. Then they're asking me this week about the lions plus four and a half against Carolina. And my answer is if the starters are going to play for the other team. And I lauded Dan Campbell for this, this decision yesterday. I said it was the right move. Lions aren't playing any of their starters. So wouldn't Carolina win the game or cover the four and a half? I don't know. That's why I don't bet on preseason football. But yes, the spread is four and a half on FanDuel, for those of you paying attention, if you are going to wager on Lions and Panthers. But right now, the likes of Brian Burns, uh, Bryce Young, and others for Carolina, their starters are going to be playing, uh, not the whole game, but at least a little while, Uh, in this contest of Friday night against the Panthers. Um, Bryce Young, in week one of the preseason, for those of you that care, went three out of six for 35 yards in their loss to the Giants. Some still say that he should not have been the number one overall pick, that he's too small. We're going to find out. We're going to see how uh, he looks on Friday night against the Lions' second string. Well, what will be interesting to watch on Friday night is how much Romeo Quara and Julian O'Quara play. And if Romeo Quara plays a lot Friday night, isn't that kind of a message that maybe he's not going to make the team? All roster projections for 53 men have Romeo on the team. Maybe they're just playing him because he hasn't played in a few years. He's coming back from the knee injury and only played a little bit last year. But would that be weird to see Romeo again this coming Friday? I don't know. Something to think about, all right. Um, coming up next, I got a lot of different news and notes surrounding this uh Lions team, which I will uh get to, like I said, coming up next, right here on Lockdown Lions. Uh, but first, I gotta tell you, and I wasn't prepared for this again. See, I am off my game today. Uh, I gotta tell you about our friends at Bird Dogs. I got some pants, these stretch khaki pants from Bird Dogs that I love. They make you look good. And even the stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you a truly sculpted look. If you've not tried bird dogs yet, you should. The shorts do the exact same thing as Lulu. Well, Lululemon, but they fit way better and they're a lot cheaper. All right. These shorts are made of a stiff restricting cotton bird. Do- uh, those Lululemon ones are, but like bird dogs fix this. They invented this cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. It's awesome. Worn them for years, Bird Dogs, since they've been with us. They sent me some khakis and I'm glad they did. Comfortable, fit, love them. They're great. Go to birddogs.com slash lockdown NFL or enter promo code lockdown NFL for a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown NFL or promo code lockdown NFL to get a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Love our friends uh, at bird dogs. That is for sure. All right. So um, some news today on the, uh, the Lions roster front. Team now is sitting at 89 players. They just released with an injury settlement. Another guy, this time Savion Smith, the defensive back, cornerback slash safety, who uh did not play uh last week or, or got injured, I should say, last week in the uh loss to the Jaguars. We have talked about Savion and Ify Malafonwu both being banged up. Savion Smith coming back from that gruesome injury last year in New England. We were so glad to see at least he was on the roster and get another chance. But he's been waived injured on an injury settlement, which means he could come back once the Lions kind of determine how severe the injury is. A lot of players that the Lions have gotten rid of, Mo Ibrahim, Tom Kennedy, now Savion Smith, all could eventually, if they clear waivers, come back through an injury settlement and return at some point during the season. But right now, the Lions roster sits at 89 players. They've got to get down to their 53-man roster and 14-man practice squad next Tuesday. Roster cuts are coming. And for the first time in years, like there's going to be some guys that the Lions get rid of that I think will get scooped up by other teams right away and won't land on the Lions practice squad, which is a testament to what Brad Holmes has done with this roster, how improved the talent is on the roster. And like I said before, I'm guessing James Houston makes this team. Julian O'Quara doesn't. And before Tuesday at 4 o'clock or whatever it is, got to get down to the 53 man. They will be trading Julian O'Quara to a team that needs him. All right? been a lot of scuttlebutt on the internet. There's been a lot of reports. The Giants are interested, maybe Buffalo, some other teams interested in Julian O'Kara. That's fine. If the Lions want to trade him, to me, what should be coming back is some sort of offensive lineman. A one-for-one trade, something like that, where a team needs a edge rusher, outside linebacker type. And it's just a numbers game right now with Julian. He's had an excellent training camp in preseason. He's played pretty well was the defensive star of the first preseason game against the Giants. I'll take that back. He hasn't been excellent, but you know what I mean. But with James Houston, with Kaminsky, with Aiden, with all these guys on the edge, Harris, Romeo Quara, um, I think Julian O'Quara is going to be the odd man out. But Savion Smith let go. So the roster now sits at 89. And as you guys know, I'm a Scotty Nelson slappy from U of D Jesuit in Wisconsin. And I'm hoping to see Scott out there and getting some run. Uh, Friday night against uh, the Carolina Panthers, maybe hangs on to make the uh, the practice squad. We shall see. Brandon Joseph is another guy that's gotten some minutes and some burn and some reps uh, as a defensive back. So um, right now the Lions really have good depth along that secondary. We'll see how severe this injury is to Ife melafonwu He's another guy that we were concerned about from a roster spot standpoint, but. It's not like any of these other guys like Brady Breeze or Joseph or any of them have played so well that they've overtaken Melofon. The only reason Savion Smith is gone is due to this injury. Uh, If anybody didn't catch this, I'm kind of doing a news and notes-ish version of the podcast today. But if anybody uh, missed it, um, Brad Galley at Channel 7, and Brad has tweeted this out and it's on their website. Brad Galley had a chance yesterday to catch up with Dan Campbell, um after practice or before practice and kind of got into some personal stuff with with dan dan talked about how his wife and his daughter kind of you know reel him in sometimes when he's at home and he's fired up or even with with some of the language that sometimes he uses um it was just a nice kind of deep dive into where dan campbell is right now entering his third year the guy is just so humble doesn't want attention doesn't like attention says his wife tells him about certain things that are being written about him on the internet or said about him on radio or podcasts or whatever it is. And he just is so focused on the team and his coaching staff. He doesn't like a lot of publicity and obviously he's getting it And and, and I just saw Brad got some good answers out of him, asked him about, you know, his coffee, um, you know, uh, addiction that he has. And he says, no, that's real. I, I, I really do do the double shot of espresso or whatever, but, Check out the interview if you've not seen it uh, on Brad Galley's Twitter page or just type in Brad Galley, Dan Campbell on on Google, in Google, and you'll get to check it out. Brad did a great job and kind of d- d- dug a little deeper into Dan Campbell. And Dan gave him um, some great answers. Speaking of media, um, the broadcasters for the first four weeks have been uh, thrown out there by uh, Rudy Martsky, who used to write for USA Today. Um, So week one, obviously, the Lions will play the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football on NBC, and that's Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, and the NBC crew. So that's going to be great. Week two, Detroit hosting Seattle for the home opener is going to land Fox's number one team. It's been reported. Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, and the new mom, Aaron Andrews, and Tom Rinaldi. Tom Rinaldi at Ford Field, come on. Doesn't get much better than that. The number one crew will be on the call for Lions and Seahawks in week two. So they think that's going to be a big game, does Fox. Uh, Week three with the Lions and the Falcons, Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth. We used to have Mark on the old 105.1 radio show. Good guy. Adam does a great job. He calls the Bulls and he does the NFL. I like Adam Amin, does some Fox baseball. So he will be here for week three, along with a stink, as we like to call Mark Schlereth. And then week four, obviously, is Lions Packers, Thursday Night Football on Amazon with Al Michaels and uh, Kirk Herbstreit. So those are your broadcasters for the first four games for the Lions. Uh, Speaking of broadcasters, got to give a shout out to somebody. We will do that. um, Coming up next, right here on Locked On Lions. First, though, Man, the, throat, the voice has just not been good lately. Um, what about our friends at LinkedIn Jobs? Uh, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That is why you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to try out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Just add your job and purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. They got simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. I've used it for my job at Financial Architects to uh, look for uh, financial advisors. If you're a financial advisor out there, check us out. You can go on LinkedIn and look me up. But I use LinkedIn Jobs, they're great. They help you find the qualified candidates you wanna talk to faster, post your job free, please, at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do, do apply. And I've been telling you for weeks about our friends at Marg's Sparkling Margaritas. It's the summer. It's hot. You want something refreshing to drink. High noon? No. Uh, White claws? Forget it. The sparkly Margaritas at Margs are fantastic. They are really, really good. They're refreshing. Come in this cool can. And the five unique flavors, including my favorite, oh, yeah, the Coconut sparkly Margarita is really, really good. There's something for everybody. Check it out. Love these most when I get home from work. Need to have a little drink. Need to have something refreshing. They're awesome. Backyard Barbecue's here. We got tailgating season coming up. Michigan, East Carolina, Michigan State, Central. You're going down there for some games. Get yourself some Margs. Just go to SIP, S-I-P, Margs, M-A-R-G-S, dot com. Find a retailer nearest you. Find one close to you. Check it out. Uh, I go to the Nino Salvaggio's on the Hall Road. They get the Margs right there. Must be 21 and over to enjoy. Cheers. And please, drink responsibly. All right, so roster cuts coming down on Tuesday. A lot of decisions for Brad Holmes. Uh, I'll be interested to see what they do about running backs, about wide receivers. Ch- uh, Chase Coda obviously has played well. Will the Lions be picking up a receiver? Maybe somebody from Jacksonville. We'll see what Jason Moore looks like Friday night against Carolina. Um, so that's coming up. But for many of you, you check out the Lions broadcast on the radio on 97.1 The Ticket. I worked there for four years. And previous to that, I also worked with uh, Mike Stone, Stoney, at WDFN, Gosh, I worked with Stoney for 13 years from 96 to 09. So the Lions, uh, a lot of times, put a lot of their people on the morning show, Stoney and John Jansen. And today, Stoney announced that he is going to be stepping away and uh, from the morning show after the NFL season is done. So semi-retirement for Stoney, still going to be doing Lions postgame shows, I guess, uh, this year in the fall with uh, Jennifer Hammond, and uh, he'll just kind of be filling in and a pinch hitter, kind of like Jim Costa is right now on the ticket. Mike Stone has been a fixture in this market for a very long time. He started off as a producer for Bernie Smilovitz. He was at the, uh, the WDFN when it's kind of started up in 94. Uh, I started working with Stoney in 96, but this is kind of a big deal. He's known as sort of the godfather of sports radio here. And the Stony Wojo show is as good a show as there ever was in this town in any medium, sports, non-sports, or whatever. So I want to give a little uh, little dap, a little uh, love to Stony, who's going to be stepping away. Look, the guy's 65 years old. Uh, his father just recently passed away. No offense to Stanley. I love the guy. I texted him today. Not getting any younger. And it's hard to get up at 4 a.m. every single day and do a radio show. Uh by the way he snapped at John Jansen yesterday and went off on Jansen for never ever saying a bad word about Michigan and it was great radio. Good for Stony cuz all of us that you know tune into that show uh, feel Stony's pain. Uh but that's another story for another day but I want to give some love to Stony. I wish him the best. Um he's just a he's just a genuine guy and a good guy. So um he'll still be on the radio. He still said today there was an article that he's going to Stick around and fill in on the ticket and be on whenever. You're never going to get rid of Stoney's going to be 80 years old going to press conferences. He loves it. But uh, shout out to Mike Stone. That's a pretty big announcement. I've had to guess I would say they'd move Jim Costa up to the morning show, but I'm not a part of that racket anymore, so um, I don't know. But uh, shout out to Stoney. All right. uh, We're chasing down a guest for tomorrow. Could be a couple of different people. I'm not going to say who. We're working on it. I'll do that tomorrow. We'll preview Friday's game on Friday as well. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, right here on Lockdown Lions on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Back again tomorrow.